Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the five best fitness goals that you should consider. Wow, what a great topic. Are you ready mm-hmm. to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy that you're here today. We're going to be diving into a great topic. Um, we're going to be talking about the five best fitness goals that you should be considering. Um, and hopefully, they will these will fall on your list. Uh, we got a great mm-hmm. list for you. But before we do that, just want to remind you to visit our website at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. While you're there, check out our vast library of exercise videos. Uh, We have something for everyone. It's growing every week, and we love hearing your feedback on these exercise videos. So make sure you check that out. Um, Also, all of our podcast episodes that you can sift through, search for. uh, We love putting these podcasts out. We get to talk about a wide range of topics that we don't necessarily get to cover in our exercise videos. So um, that, that is there as well. Uh, as well as our custom seven-day workout plan, which is a custom exercise plan designed by Meredith for you, built around your fitness goals, your needs uh, specifically. Uh, So check that out. And last but not least, our newsletter, which you can sign up for and get all of our latest and greatest health and fitness content delivered to you every week. And uh, it's a great way for us to stay in touch with you and vice versa. So uh, with all that being said, we are coming close to the end of a year here, and we wanted to talk a little bit about what we consider some of the five best fitness goals, health and fitness goals that you should consider as you go into whatever journey, your <laughs> fitness journey you're following currently or you're starting out, um, it's important to kind of set goals, right? So Yes. So actually, Meredith, what, how important is it to set goals? <laughs> you know, because maybe people just start running and exercising or doing things without having, you know, right, milestones having, to set. Yeah. How important are they? Well, I personally think they're very important. Um, and the goal doesn't have to be to run a marathon or, you know, bench press a certain number of pounds. I mean, a goal could be something as simple as trying to work out four to five days a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think a lot of times we put really, we think a goal means, especially in fitness, it has to be quite big and quite sometimes lofty. Um, they should be practical. They should be things that we feel are attainable. But I think they're quite important because even if we don't put anything out there, we just say, oh, it's, you know, I woke up early enough. I can go for a run before I have to get ready. Um, but -hmm. tomorrow are you going to wake up early to do that run or to do that workout or to, um, if you don't put a, a necessarily, like I said, a goal, a, a a time on it, a a schedule on it, um, you won't do it. And it just becomes something that you do haphazardly. Um, why am I doing this? Could be the other thought when you are doing the workouts, what am I trying to get out of this? Why am I even doing this? Mm -hmm. It's not fun for me or. I don't have time for this anyway. And yeah, so having a goal, I think is quite important. Again, they don't have to be huge goals. They can be if that's what motivates you, but it can be just something quite small that um, keeps you going. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think goals are important when it comes to fitness personally. Right. Uh, How many 
people do you know or what what's the common mm-hmm. expectation i should say of people sticking with their goals <laughs> like percentage wise yeah like that you know in of your experience thing. of yeah. people that you worked with your <laughs> clients in the past well i'd say the more the more attainable the goal is like i said um the more likely it is to be stuck to and that i would say it'd be closer to a 70 percent than it would be i think most people when they put these huge goals out there they say it's almost kind of like you s- said you know we're coming t- to the end of a year um a lot of new year's resolution type things that go on when the new years start and i th- heard like 30 to 40 percent of the people actually stick with those um, new year's resolutions which really a new year's resolution is usually just a goal Um, it's something you want to do that you haven't been doing so it's sad that but they the goals are usually really big i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go to the gym six days a week i'm gonna lose 50 pounds i'm gonna stop eating sugar altogether and you know all of these things i see people come up with you know the day before a new year starts, I think that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to put on your plate to go into a new year. That's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then I've worked with so many people who will put goals of just, you know, I want to try and come to your posture and balance class at 8.30 a.m., Monday, Wednesday, Friday, when that was offered. And um, that was their goal. And that's a very attainable goal. And they tried to make sure they didn't put doctor's appointments or have other scheduled meetings or calls at those times. So they could try and reach that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, those types of goals, the people are much more likely to to be able to, to reach and get very close to, if not 100%, they were able to reach that goal um, very closely. So... Yeah, I'd say the number, if you put an actual good goal out there that you know you can almost reach, if not basically reach, you can reach this, um, and it's very doable, the likelihood Mm -hmm. is for someone to stick with it. Is it maybe a good idea to start small, say, you know... Oh, definitely. One day I want to run one mile. Right. Uh, or walk. Or, or walk, yeah. walk one mile, or even walk, start off half a mile. Yeah. I mean, is it I'm more, not the biggest is it, proponent of running, so... You have more yes. success, do you think, if you yes. start smaller? Yes. Exactly. I just want to go one time around the track. I mean, if we're starting with nothing, why would we put, you know, a huge number out there or a huge goal? Um you might be able to reach your goal in a week and that's where you, we, of course, we've talked about goals in the past and had podcasts on that and you up it from there. You don't stop and say, I did my one round, therefore I'm not going any further. I did a round. Now your mind says, I can do one round, therefore what else can I do? That's what goals do. They, they get inside our heads, you know, they get inside of our emotions and our mentality of if I did that and I didn't even think I could do that, what can I do next? Mm-hmm. And if we do these right. small goals, yeah. then it's easier for us to keep making small goals, which might turn into being that big goal. Like I'm saying, don't make that from the start, but you might end up attaining that big goal. But if you started with the big goal, you'd give up at one round and say, I can't do 10. I can hardly do one, right? <laughs> so it's, it's yeah, slow and steady. Starting small is the best way to go for mm-hmm. sure. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's jump into it then. Uh, as far as the five best fitness goals that you All should right. consider. 
uh, what do we got for let's you know not, this this any these order. aren't in any order right, right? Okay. yeah <laughs> uh, what do we got for number one um, stay consistent <laughs> that's a good one consistency is key and that's just like what we kind of talked about scheduling it out um, will help you stay consistent if you're a morning workout fitness person find the time that's best in the morning if you're an afternoon before right after lunch type of person make the time then if you're an evening person make Mm -hmm. the time then but put it in your schedule schedule it out um we have a great calendar in a pdf format where you could download and then print it out and i think that's a great way to stay accountable um and to stay consistent on your um fitness goals or your you know trying to to um stay on a every other day or every day type of routine, whatever it is you come up with. Um, but writing it down on a calendar will really, really help mm-hmm. um, keep you going because you can see that. That visual is very important for many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we do offer a free PDF calendar yes. on our website mm-hmm. for people to do just that, to write yes. their workouts down. Um, you can visit our um, our website and download that from there. Uh, but staying consistent, it's probably one of the hardest parts, though, isn't it? It's one of the it hardest is. things to do throughout, say, a year or it whatever. Is. It is. And why is it so hard <laughs> to stay consistent? Because life gets in the way. <laughs> we get busy with the appointments or if we still have kids or we still have jobs or we get sick or someone around us gets sick um, or we have to travel um, or or, 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 you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 because life gets in the way always. Um, but that's where having that consistency, once you start it and you start making it a part of your schedule, um, you start seeing how important it is, feeling how important it is. Um, it will stay with you and then you'll be able to become more consistent easier once you, um, do feel better once you know the next day comes and you don't have three doctor's appointments whatever it is Mm -hmm. um you don't have to be at work at 5 a.m the next day so you can wake up and do your workout whatever it is um it's easier to get back on track um the more consistent you Mm -hmm. can be it's fine to get off track that's what we have to kind of remember i think a lot of times once again we get inside of our heads and we go my goal was to stay consistent and do this many days a week. It's okay if we missed one day, one of those weeks. <laughs> Get back on it. Keep going. It's going to be okay. Consistency is key. What do we got for number two? Maintain, a healthy, maintain healthy eating habits and drink more water. I wanted to make sure we kept it at five, but I wanted to make sure drinking water mm-hmm. <laughs> and more water was part of it. So I thought that kind of went hand in hand, of course, with a healthy eating habits or um, healthy diet in general and drinking more water. Mm-hmm. So uh, so a healthy diet, obviously, everybody has their own opinion of what a healthy yes. diet is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What are some kind of <laughs> tips you could say would be considered a healthy diet? <laughs> Um, your lean proteins, whether they're, uh, in, uh, meat form or vegetarian, vegan based, um, your whole grains, your fruits and veggies, um, lots of water, staying away from refined foods, processed foods, sugars, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's key. And making sure you're taking in um, in ways that are helping what you're putting out. So lifting a lot of weights, things like that, you do need more proteins. Um, doing a lot of cardio, you need to make sure you're getting good uh, carbohydrates in your system so the body doesn't use and fight for different things that you're putting in it. Um, again, like you said, a lot of people look at eating habits very differently um, and like certain diets, mm -hmm. I guess you can call them. But um, you have to look at what you're doing and what you need to fuel your body to keep it running properly. And not only we're, our food helps, obviously, us gain um, muscle, helps us with our energy levels, it helps our brains, um, it helps us sleep better, it helps, like, there's so, so many, many things <laughs> that are maintaining a good, healthy diet and drinking lots of water will do. Um, helps with your balance. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So probably in a lot of ways that we probably don't realize. We don't. <laughs> like you're like you're mentioning there. And then everybody, of course, uh, has their opinion, like we said, but finding that right schedule. I mean, you don't have to like fill your schedule with fruits and vegetables and meats. I mean, some people like to do mix it up to start off with. Right. You know, like Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Eat healthier meals to start three times a week and then kind of mm, bring it like in, you know, gradually trying. bring it in right. for someone who may not be used to doing that. Yes. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just, um, starting slow, adding certain foods. I mean, again, there are some people who only eat certain types of foods. Well, slowly adding in the other things and seeing how your body reacts to it, seeing how you feel, um, during your workout, see how you feel when you wake up, feel the difference, mm -hmm. um, will make you want to add more. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to a lot of the time. It's kind of the same thing with our workouts. Um, we add good workouts in, we start feeling more energetic. We start wanting to do those workouts, right? Same with food. You add these different, you know, fuels, these to your body and wow, my workout was so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't lethargic during it. I, um, slept great and then I woke up feeling good. Um, yeah. So I think it's, um, it's good to start, you know, slowly and, uh, see, see how your body reacts. And then, um, then by the end of it, you're eating healthy all the time. No. Yeah, yeah. You transformed into eating Wow, yeah. Um, good, good number two. What do we got for number three? Um, focus on your form. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so when you are doing your workouts, whatever they are, um, 
even if you're doing watching my YouTube videos or the multitude of others out there. Focus on your form, not um, what you're watching all of the time. Mm -hmm. Of course, I try and do the workout. I try and show it in the best form possible um, and try and talk you through it. But there are many people out there that don't. Um, And if you're doing workouts even on your own, uh, making sure you're taking the time to focus on your form. And if you're just starting out, I always like to say, just do the movement without any piece of equipment. So say you're going to start doing dumbbell workouts, but you haven't done them for years. Um, Don't go and lift a pair of dumbbells up. Just do the form. Get the form right. Focus on the muscles that you're going to be using when you do each individual uh, movement, etc., then slowly add to it. Even with our cardio stuff, before you add any type of light dumbbell um, or even stay with the whole entire workout, if it's the first time you're doing it, slowly do the movements. Don't do them at the same exact pace if that's too fast for you. Mm -hmm. Focus on your form while you're doing it. Um, Then gradually, as you feel your form is good that movement is good for your body you know what you're working as you're doing it then add um whatever piece of equipment is or go at the same speed whatever the type of workout is Mm -hmm. yeah form is something like you said is so important but it's hard to uh, especially for for men and i'll speak for men Men just want to go grab the dumbbells and start doing curls right, right. away. Right, exactly. You know, we, we just want to get to the heaviest weight as soon as possible. Yes. And, <laughs> and I see that. some of the worst form when I see those types of workouts being done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you define what the good form is if you're not being taught it, though? Well, that's know? the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, as we speak to our uh, the podcast listeners... I would hope that a lot of you are people who do our workouts or have watched them at least. And um, I'm very big on, and I know some, I guess I won't even get on a tangent, but I know some people don't love my workouts because I am very big on consistently talking about um, what we're working, what body part is being worked, what your form is supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. So... I guess you'd have to do a little bit of research if you don't watch my workouts and you're new at working out in general. Um, But say you're doing, like you just said, a bicep curl. Um, You should feel the bicep working and you should have form that the bicep is the major muscle group being worked. So a lot of times when I see big guys go in and pick up heavy weights at the gym they start swinging them. Well, they're not using their biceps um, to lift that. That's the part of the body that's being used, but it's not even their primary anymore. Mm-hmm. You're swinging a dumbbell up from the shoulder, so you're not even working the primary muscle group. So, um, yeah, just kind of trying to keep good form. And the main reason for me is because you don't want to get hurt. Right. Um, as right. soon as you get an injury, you're out. So if you don't have good form... You wonder why things start to hurt, and then you can't do the workout anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it does come back to form, really right. focusing on that. Yep. Um, form is super important, even for you guys out there. So don't, yeah, go, right. don't try to get to that heavy dumbbell just yet. <laughs> you'll get uh, there. You'll get there. <laughs> Consistency. Uh, so uh, great. That was a great number three. What do we got um, for number four? 
Um, try to get intentional movement daily. Um, I like to call it kind of that intentional movement. um, Doesn't necessarily mean exercise because yes, we should have a day off, if not more than Mm -hmm. one throughout the week. So intentional movement is getting up out of your chair and making sure you're walking around. Uh, making sure you're not just sitting at your, if you sit at a computer all day, you're not sitting at your computer desk all day long. You get up and walk around your living room or take a walk around the block or go to the mailbox twice. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do stretches. That's intentional movement as well. We sometimes get into a routine of I'm doing dumbbells this day, then I'm in a cardio and then it's this and then it's making sure we're taking time on those intentional movement days, days maybe where we're not doing anything, do stretches, things that aren't taxing and wearing on the body, but will help the body um, get better over time, basically. Mm -hmm. Stretching out the muscles, the tendons, the ligaments, um, getting more pliable, feeling uh, like you can do different movements, have better balance, etc., So adding stretching kind of into that intentional movement um, day, but making sure we're getting some every single day. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that I think comes naturally for everybody. You have to make Mm -hmm. an investment almost, investment in movement, right? Yes. Like you have to almost kind of tell yourself, I got to go do what, you know, stand up, walk around. Right. Especially like you said, if you're really sedentary and you're just sitting at a desk. Right. Um. You almost have to kind of mentally invest that this is what you have to do. Yes, exactly. Right? That's hard. Yeah. That's hard to do. It lot. is. Yeah, and I see it in a lot of, and I. it's only just because of what I've seen kind of growing up. But like my grandmother would always get up and she was cooking, then she was vacuuming, then she was cleaning, then she was going up and down the stairs to do laundry. And my mom was the same exact way. Um, constantly, that's intentional movement. That's exercise. If they were able to wear devices that showed how many steps they got, they'd burn a lot of calories and get a lot of steps. Mm -hmm. Um, While my grandfather and father didn't do as much. (laughs) They sat and watched TV or at a computer or things like that. But again, didn't think about getting intentional movement. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying it's a male-female thing. I'm just saying that's what I grew up watching. Um, So, but it's it's what you kind of get used to and part of your routine. And that's why I think it's important if you are trying to set some fitness goals out there, if you do realize that you are just sitting and Hey, I'm I'm guilty of it. It's okay to just sit, but it's also important to move around. And like I said, that doesn't have to, I'm not saying go for a five mile walk. That's now you're doing exercise. I'm saying get up and move around your um, living room Mm -hmm. for a round it's good for blood flow. We don't want blood clots. It's better for our brain to think about different things. It's it's good in so many ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, benefits benefits abound. For yes. Sure. Um, all right. And what is our mm. last uh, best fi- uh, best <laughs> fitness action? Our fitness goals. Fitness yeah, goals. We should goodness. consider doing fitness goals. You should consider what what do we got for number five. Um, getting more sleep. <laughs> oh, Trying to get eight plus hours a night. (laughs) Um, Also difficult. (laughs) Yes, that's a big one. Even though people, many, many people, and a lot of the people who um, do our workouts uh, have the time to do that, (laughs) it's just really hard to do. And I know that. And that's why it's a fitness goal. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
And why I put it as a fitness goal is sleep helps better you fully. It helps better you physically, uh, mentally, emotionally. It helps with brain health. It helps with your body weight. Um, it helps with your eating habits. It helps with the workouts that you do. Um, and I, again, I know it's hard. Um, and I, that's probably one of the biggest things that people would talk about seniors when I worked in communities, um, when they didn't show up for class, it wasn't, especially the earlier classes, um, I finally fell asleep at 3 a.m. I just couldn't get up at 7. You know, I don't blame you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people out there at all ages, but I know a lot of older people, they have disrupted sleep. They wake up after going to sleep at 9 or 10 at 3 a.m. and can't ever go back to sleep. Um, and they're exhausted all day long. Um so I, I know it's easier said than done, but there's so many different tips and we've written blogs and done podcasts on it. Um, but trying, um, you know, putting that word back in there, but trying to be consistent with the time that you go to sleep um, and the time that you wake up, trying not to nap as much throughout the day if you find it hard to fall asleep at night, seeing what is in your diet that might be... Um, not allowing you to stay asleep at night mm-hmm. um, and and not only just wake up because you need to use the restroom and then go back to sleep, but a lot of times people wake up and then they are, they're up. And a lot of, of that has to do with the foods and the drinks that we consume prior to going to bed. We don't look at that, though. Um, I guess this just is the way it is. These are, this is the way I sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't sleep anymore, I guess, because I'm old. I've gotten that response by so many people. <laughs> I think that is so sad because you finally have a chance to sleep. You don't have to wake up to an alarm. Um, the day is yours and you can't even sleep. And that just disrupts everything in your life. Um, so, so working on trying to get better quality sleep and more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, is a, I know I put it as the last one simply because it is a lofty goal, but it should be one of ours and we should work hard to try yeah. and reach like it. You, like you said, it's a goal <laughs> and it's not easy to achieve. If everybody right. was getting eight hours of sleep, it wouldn't be a goal. It would it be would, <laughs> just what we did. Yeah. We'd be robots. We yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and not to mention the benefits of getting mm-hmm. that sleep, uh, the recharging of the body, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so important for, especially if you are active. Yes. And you are kind of pushing your body, uh, you know, hopefully on a regular basis. Yes. Um, your body needs to recover, right? That's right. That's when it recharges. It's when your battery recharges. It's when your muscles grow. That's um, when things repair. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the best time. It's when your brain gets better. Um, it's it's full, full round, right? Right, <laughs> right, right. And when the fire truck comes for you because yeah. you haven't been sleeping, very <laughs> you haven't been well. sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> it means your balance is off. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> um, well, that's you know mm-hmm. what a great podcast we've uh, shared our five best uh, goals that you should consider. Yes, um, and hopefully you are doing at least two to three of these. You know, it's yeah. I know it's hard. It may be overwhelming to just say, okay, I got to do all these five things at once. Right. Um, that's not what we're saying. We're kind of saying start somewhere and t- pick one and start somewhere yeah. and then eventually over time kind of consider these things um and whatever is whatever works for you in that aspect yeah these are our top five and hopefully you can achieve 
all five of them eventually if you're not already yeah there exactly. you go <laughs> um let us know send us feedback hit us up on facebook send us an email let us know how your goals are going along um and and if you are achieving those and if you're not what's going on let us know we want to know yes uh, so well, thanks for joining us on this podcast episode. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week. Until the next episode, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.